Welcome back to Suiting Up Varsity, a podcast dedicated to the sound of the band, the smell of popcorn, the feel of an old letter jacket, the sight of teenagers hoisting trophies high above their heads, and most of all, to the grand history and fantastic stories and amazing personalities of Nebraska prep sports. Join us as we look back in time at the great moments from a century plus of Nebraska high school athletics. We continue our break from time traveling this week and choose again to stoke the fires of arguments at schools all over the state by attempting to name the best all-time athlete from each and every Nebraska high school. We can't do them all at once, of course. Last week, we started on the Class A schools, both current and traditional, and worked our way from Alliance to Kearney, alphabetically. That means we're ready to start in Lincoln today and work our way. I think we can probably get to North Platte. Remember, we are starting each school, each argument, by reviewing Jerry Mather's selection from his 1980 Nebraska High School Sports History book. In fact, the title of this episode, Want to Start a Fight, is stolen directly from Mather's section. We start with Mather's pick for each school, and then we look at other contenders he passed on, as well as athletes from the last 30, 40 years since the publication of his book. I should mention, if you're interested, there are a couple copies of Mather's book up for sale right now on Amazon and eBay. If you're looking for one, you think you'd like to own it. Uh, They're pretty reasonably priced at about $20 everywhere I looked. All right, enough commercials for Amazon and eBay. I think I learned something about myself last week. I think I tend to rank the multi-sports athletes higher than the one-sport superstars. I think when I'm forced to choose between them, I'm always going to go with the guy who's shown in lots of different areas during high school. Will that pattern continue this week? Maybe. Let's remember, it's not the only item of controversy. It's not the only uh, time where we have to weigh and decide whether we like apples or oranges better. For example, there's recent athletes versus old-timers. How do we account for the difference in equipment and training, and in some cases, competition? Um, you know, which do we, we lean more towards? How much uh, should success, team success, be factored in? That's another, that's another question. Does being on a championship team elevate an athlete? Or does being on a team that wasn't as strong and you still shown as a great athlete uh, lift you up? Uh, finally, a third factor we, we have to consider is do we look at just high school or do we consider athletic success beyond in college and even the pros? I guess I haven't quite figured out where my prejudices lie on those items yet. All right, enough with the preliminaries. Let's jump right in with the school that has the per- perhaps the greatest legacy in the history of Nebraska high school sports, Lincoln High. For the links. Mather split the award three ways. He goes with Les Mann, class of 1911, Howard Land, with no class listed, and Howard DeBose, 1940. Now, Mann and DeBose I found with no problems. Uh, And I'll go through their bios in a minute, but Howard Land, I don't know where to go. He's one of the only Mather names that that has stumped me. So if you're a, a Lincoln High faithful and you know what year to point me at on Howard Land or or something else, please get in touch. Okay, so that leaves two Mather picks. Les Mann, class of 1911, I think the oldest athlete we've talked about yet. Uh, he was three-time football All-State. He was the 220 champ at the state track meet and was a basketball player for the Lynx. 
but he really made his name as a pro baseball player, including being the hero of the 1914 World Series for the Boston Braves. Howard DuBose, class of 1940, relatively recent compared to Mann, was a two-time football all-stater and dominated the field events with gold medals in the discus, pole vault, shot, and javelin at the track meet. He set state records in the discus and the vault. It's quite a combination you wouldn't see nowadays, and set a national discus record. A couple athletes that, uh, uh, more than a couple actually, that Mather uh, passed over to choose those two or three. Uh, George Sauer, class of 1930, uh, he, he appeared on the scene as a junior, scoring four touchdowns in the state title clinching football game. He was All-Nebraska football then as a senior. He threw the disc in track for the Lynx, uh, was a football All-American at Nebraska, and he also had time to let her in track, baseball, and wrestling at NU. He went on to play for the Packers, including an NFL championship season, and was a coach for the University of Kansas, uh, head coach who won two Big Six titles. And then he went on to the pros and was an assistant coach with the New York Titans slash Jets and uh, was involved in the signing of Joe Willie Namath. Uh, so that's a pretty big, big-time sports story. Uh, another possible candidate is Paul Amen from 1934. Uh, he started on the undefeated state football champs as a sophomore, uh, was a baseball letterman as a sophomore, and was all city as a junior. Uh, was a solid tennis player in the summer. His name appears in the in the Lincoln papers in lots of summer tennis tournaments. Uh, was a starter for the state basketball champs as a senior when he was second team all state. He also went on to Nebraska and lettered in football, basketball, and baseball. Then he played on the United States baseball team in the 1936 Berlin Olympics. I had no idea they played baseball at the 1936 Berlin Olympics, but Paul Amen of Lincoln High was playing there. Uh, in 1953, we've got another good candidate, Don Irway. Uh, he was All-Nebraska basketball, second-team All-Nebraska football. He played for both the 51 and 52 undefeated state championship football teams, also played on two state championship baseball teams, and went on to play football and basketball at Nebraska. In 1961, a lot of great athletes from 1961. Lincoln High sure had theirs. Bobby Williams, three gold medals in the 100 and the 200 in his career. Uh, All-Nebraska football as a senior. Third place as a sophomore in Class A wrestling. Then he switches over to basketball, and by his senior year, he's the second leading scorer on the Lynx basketball team. In college, he goes down to central Oklahoma and leads them to an NAIA football national championship and propels that into a six-year NFL career. In 1973, Mike Fultz graduated from Lincoln High. Uh, he was a shot, shot put gold medalist as a senior. He was honorable mention all-state basketball his last two years. He was all-Nebraska football as a senior, went to Nebraska where he was twice all-Big 8 and once All-American. He was drafted by the NFL and also had a six-year NFL career. The first female athlete we look at at Lincoln High is Pam Kuntz, class of 1975. Uh, she finished fifth in the shot put as a sophomore, second in the discus as a junior, and then her senior year, she won the disc with a state record throw and finished second in the shot. She was also a standout pitcher in summer uh, softball in the Lincoln area. Uh, was All-City and All-State in volleyball and started on the first ever Lincoln High girls basketball team. From the, this century, uh, Richard Ross, class of 2000, 
Uh, he was All-State football, a gold medal triple jumper, still owns the eighth best triple jump all-time in Nebraska. He was All-Nebraska in basketball, averaged 24 points a game, uh, played football at UNK where he was a Harlan Hill nominee. Remember, the Harlan Hill is the Division II Heisman. A lot of good candidates from Lincoln High. I'm sure there's a lot of good ones that we didn't even mention. I think I'm going to go with a tie like Mather did, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick two people he passed over. I'm going to take Bobby Williams, class of 1961, and Mike Fultz, class of 1953, as a tie for the best athletes ever in the history of the Lincoln High Lynx. Okay, next we'll cross town uh, to Lincoln East, which opened in 1967. So it had only been open for 13 years when Mather picked Rick Samuelson, class of 1973. He started as a sophomore on the 1971 state basketball champs. It was him flying through the air to save the ball out of bounds that triggered the miracle on Vine Street. He was second-team All-State basketball as a senior and started in football as a junior and a senior. Uh, Mather passed over a female athlete. Uh, He didn't pick any girl athletes as any of his best ever at any of the schools. Of course, girls athletes were very new in 80 when Mather's publishing his book. Uh, Carrie Karst, class of 1978, uh, she played uh, in several national AAU basketball tournaments starting when she was 15 and under. She was a great softball pitcher in the summer, hurling at least one no-hitter. Uh, she was honorable mention All-State and second-team All-City basketball as a sophomore uh, and led her AAU national team to the national tournament that year. Uh, she was a volleyball starter uh, for Lincoln East as a junior. Uh, in basketball, she was All-Nebraska as a junior and led her team to the state title. Uh, she qualified for the state track meet in the long jump and then competed at AAU Basketball Nationals just a couple days later. She was All-State and All-Tournament in Volleyball for the 1977 state champs, her senior year, and uh, was All-Nebraska and a prep All-American basketball player as a senior. She also holds the Lincoln East School record in the 200 meters. Uh, she was a Division I basketball player, first at Wisconsin and then on to St. John's, where she was a three-year starter for the Johnnies. Uh, In 1983, as we get into the post-Mather era, there's Todd Eubanks. Uh, Eubanks was All-City as a junior and a senior in basketball, All-State basketball as a senior, and won the gold medal both his junior and senior years at state track in the quarter mile. Uh, In 1990, we have another female athlete, Nikki Stricker. Uh, She was Lincoln's second female athlete to earn 12 varsity letters, the most uh, possible. She was All-State in volleyball and basketball. She was a Mizuno All-American in volleyball. She led the Spartans to the state volleyball championships in 86 and 88, and in between helped the Spartans win state basketball in 87. She spent her summers playing club softball because evidently she wasn't busy enough. Uh, She went on to start four years in volleyball for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, including being the Big 8 Volleyball Player of the Year in 1993 and a three-time all-conference winner. Uh, Another female athlete for the Spartans is Jenna Cole, class of 2004. She was All-State basketball on a state championship team, All-State soccer on a state championship team, and went uh, to Division I University of Denver to play basketball. I think looking back at the the long East history, um, I think I'm going to go with Nikki Stricker, class of 1990, as the greatest athlete in Lincoln East Spartan history. Next up, is the Lincoln Northeast Rockets. Uh, Mather split this award uh, for the Rockets between Wally Winter, class of 1967, and Maury Damkroger, class of 1970. Uh, Winter 
uh, who graduated in 67, uh, transferred in from Little Alvo Eagle Consolidated School outside of Lincoln as a sophomore. He wasn't eligible till second semester. In his first game, he scored 18 points as a sophomore uh, in an upset of number one Omaha Westside. He was All-State Honorable Mention and All-City Football as a, a tackle as a junior. He started on the uh, 66 State Basketball Runners-Up as a junior. He was All-State Football as a senior. All-Nebraska, All-State Tourney, All-City Basketball as a senior on the Class A State Champs and threw the discus and track in his spare time. He went on, on to play football at Nebraska where he started on the 1970 National Champions. Uh, Dam Kroger. Another Husker, a class of 1970, he was All-Nebraska football as a senior, a three-year basketball starter uh, on two state title teams, was All-City Baseball as a junior and senior, and a three-year letterman uh, for Nebraska, including on the 71 National Championship team, and he spent two years with the NFL New England Patriots. Some athletes uh, that Mather passed on, Jan Wall, class of 1958. He was an All-State basketball player as a junior and senior. In baseball, he struck out 121 in 103 innings uh, for the state champs, had a 0.88 ERA, threw a one-hitter in the state title game as Northeast won, and he was went on to be a three-year baseball letterman at Nebraska and a two-year basketball letterman as well. Uh, in 1962, Dave Lebsack was a Rocket graduate. He was a three-year starter at quarterback. He was honorable mention All-State football uh, as a junior, then was All-State on the undefeated state champs his senior year, was also All-State basketball uh, as a senior on state championship team. Northeast won 17 straight games after he returned from injury, and then in the spring he was an All-City baseball catcher. Um, now, in the post-Mather era, 1983, Danny Noonan, uh, All-Nebraska football on the state Class A runners-up. He was a three-year NU football letterman, All-American, twice All-Big 8, drafted by the Cowboys in the first round and had a three-year NFL career. In 1999, Trevor Johnson, he helped uh, Northeast to a uh, – Football to a 10-2 record and a state semifinal appearance. He was All-Nebraska football captain as a senior, third-team All-Nebraska basketball as a senior, played on two straight Class A state champs in basketball, was all-class gold medalist in the discus, and uh, with a school record throw of 185. Um, a four-time NU letterman, was captain and bowl MVP as a senior, drafted by the Jets and played four years in the league. Uh, top female athlete from Northeast, I think, is Tony Tupper, class of 2014, a three-time Class A st- shot put state champion, basketball starter who hit uh, the key free throws to win the district title game as a senior, was Class A All-State Volleyball as a senior and a sophomore, went to Creighton on a volleyball scholarship, started a game as a freshman, but then transferred back to Nebraska for track and was fifth in the Big Ten shot put as a freshman and, of course, is still, uh, still eligible. I'm going to disagree with Mather again uh, with Lincoln Northeast, and I'm going to do it uh, with some advice from a longtime Lincoln Northeast coach, uh, Barry Moore, who coached uh, for the Rockets in a variety of sports and capacities from 1957 until 1994. Uh, In 2003, he was asked who he thought uh, the best athletes were in in his 37 years at Lincoln Northeast, and he picked... Dave Lebsack, class of 1962. He said he was a little slow, but a tremendous athlete. He gave honorable mention to Wally Winter and Trevor Johnson. So I'm going to go with Coach Moore, and I'm going to name Dave Lebsack the greatest Lincoln Northeast Rocket athlete of all time.
Now, one reason we started uh, with the Class A or traditional Class A teams is we didn't quite know what to do uh, about consolidations. Should we consider the schools that, that, that came together all one history, or should, we, or should we say that those other school histories ended at the day of consolidation? I'm still not sure what we'll do, but you know, Lincoln Northeast is really our first consolidated school that we've talked about. Uh, when it was formed in, uh, in 1941, it was a combination of uh, Lincoln-Jackson, uh, Bethany and Havelock schools came together. Now, I don't have an answer yet for the best athlete ever at Bethany or Havelock, uh, but I'm willing to go out on a limb for Lincoln Jackson and say that it is George Bus Knight from 1937. He was all Nebraska basketball two years. Uh, his basketball team was Class A runner-up both of those years. He was all city in football for four years, including that freshman year. Uh, three undefeated football teams uh, on his watch, a 30-game win streak, and uh, state javelin record, you know, just toss that in. So the greatest athlete ever for Lincoln Jackson, uh, George Bus Knight, class of 1937. All right, now we make the transition from an old Lincoln High School, Lincoln Jackson, uh, to one of the new ones, Lincoln North Star. Of course, not the history that the other public schools do, but, but uh, three pretty good candidates here. Uh, I think you want to look at uh, Tyler Bullock, Class of 2006, an all-Nebraska basketball player. Uh, Muhammad Hamden, class of 19, uh, excuse me, 2013. Three-time mile gold medalist at state track. And then Gerilyn Poe, class of 2015, uh, four-time state cross-country champion, mile and two-mile gold medalist as a junior. Uh, she had five other second or third place finishes at state track in her career, and she is now running cross-country at Michigan State, who were the defending national champions when they recruited her. Uh, that's enough for me. I'm going to say that Gerilyn Poe is the greatest athlete in the short history of the Lincoln North Star Navigators. Okay, so I'm four schools in uh, with the current Lincoln schools, and I've got two female and, and, and uh, two male picks. I guess we shared both of those uh, for the best ever athletes. Uh, Lincoln Pius the 10th has, has uh, similar possibilities. Uh, Mather chose Dana Stevenson, class of 1966. Uh, he was an honorable mention all-state football player as a senior. He was all-city honorable mention in basketball, all-city baseball. He was an NU football letterman and a captain. He was drafted by the uh, NFL Bears, um, and he was a teammate of Kim Wheeler, who was also all-state football um, and Ron Bohati, who was honored in basketball. So Stevenson played with some good players, and he was kind of the all-around athlete of the bunch. Uh, you know, kind of a tough history. Uh, prison later for drugs, and uh, ended up dying pretty young. Uh, Pius has had uh, some other pretty good contenders since Mather published his book. Um, Adam True, class of 1992, all-Nebraska basketball, all-Nebraska uh, on a state championship team, all-Nebraska football, uh, all-state baseball as a pitcher. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Went on to NU, uh, was a starter as a senior, was drafted by the NFL Raiders, and made a great 10-year career primarily as a long snapper. Uh, then in 1998, there's P.J. Grosserod. Set the state record in the 400 meters, uh, won gold medals in the 200 and 400 as a junior, missing the state media senior year with injuries, uh, had been second and fourth in the eight and the four as a sophomore. 
Uh, and then recently, uh, 2015, a female athlete for Pius, Maddie Simon. She was two-time All-Nebraska basketball, led Pius to the state title as a senior. Her junior year, they were runner-up. She has three tr- state track gold medals, uh, the 100 and the 300 hurdles as a senior, and as a member of the 4x4 relay as a soft. She also was a three-time letter winner in golf and a state golf qualifier as a junior, and she's currently competing uh, for Nebraska in basketball. I think Simon... Uh, is a pretty good candidate, but I'm going to go, I think, just barely with Adam True, class of 1992, as the greatest Pius X Thunderbolt of all time. I don't have any candidates for the predecessor of of Pius X, the Lincoln Cathedral Bluebirds, Uh, but if anybody out there has a great uh, Lincoln Cathedral nominee, they should let me know. We'll move on uh, to Lincoln Southeast, the third Lincoln Public School to open. Uh, Mather honored Carol Stith, class of 1963, and I'll have to tell you, I I didn't know anything about Carol uh, when I started this, uh, but he is a very worthy candidate. Uh, He was a two-time Class A heavyweight wrestling champ. Uh, He was AP All-State football as a senior. He was all Big 8 football at Nebraska and had a three-year career with the Houston Oilers. Uh, You know, we haven't had a lot of, of, of wrestlers on this list, but when we have, they've been amazing athletes. Um... Mather also passed on an athlete who was, who was very recent when he published the book, Bill Weber, uh, All-City and All-State Football uh, in 1980, Prep All-American in Football, All-City Basketball, All-City Baseball, uh, competed in 10 Class A championship events during his career. That's, that's a pretty incredible stat right there. A four-year letter winner at Nebraska in football, and he was a second-team All-Big 8 performer for the Cornhuskers. Uh, the first female athlete to come on the list as we start the post-Mather era, which, of course, you know, Lincoln Southeast has had some amazing teams and athletes here since 1980, so it's a pretty pretty long list. Uh, but the first female athlete, Jody Steinman, class of 1988, she ran on the state cross-country uh, championship team. She finished in the top 10 individually twice. She was all-state and all, as a junior and all-Nebraska as a senior on state championship basketball teams. She was a three-time Class A state champion in the 800-meter run and a gold medal winner in the distance relay. Uh, she led Lincoln Southeast to the state title and track and was the first Lincoln Southeast athlete to ever win 12 varsity letters. Uh, she went in college to UNK where she started every basketball game in her four-year career except when injured and scored over 1,000 points. She also chipped in and lettered in track for the Lopers. That's a pretty amazing resume, but you're going to see that that's been pretty common for the Lincoln Southeast Knights uh, of late to have just some amazing all-around athletes. Um, we've got John Hesse, class of 1992, uh, same class as, uh, as True was over at Pius. Uh, Hesse was a two-time All-Nebraska football ca- and uh, captain as a senior. He was a basketball starter for the Knights. He went on to Nebraska to play football, was all Big 12, drafted by the NFL Jag- uh, Jaguars, Jaguars uh, and was a uh, uh, three years in the NFL, including picking up a Super Bowl ring with the uh, Broncos in 1998. Uh, the next year, in 1993, the Knights had Eric Anderson, Super State in football, uh, played on two state championship teams, was named Prep All-American. He was also the Class A state shot put champion. Uh, he went on to be a three-year offensive line starter for Nebraska, was all Big 12 and third team All-American. The next year, <laughs> Ted Butler. 
1994, a two-time state wrestling champ at 275 pounds. He was All-Nebraska football as a junior and a senior. He was named captain as a senior, was also All-City Baseball, and started two years in football at Boise State. Uh, same class, 1994, was Ty Good, uh, one of the best football players ever to play at Lincoln Southeast. All-Nebraska football twice, uh, recruited by Notre Dame where he lettered in football. In 1996, the Knights had J.R. Edwards. He was second team All-Nebraska basketball as a junior, first team as a senior. Uh, he ran on a 4x4 relay team that won gold, um, was also uh, a great basketball standout uh, for the Knights, uh, went to Nebraska to play football, and ended his career at UNK. In 2001, uh, Barrett Rood was starring for the Knights, a four-year football letterman. Uh, the team went 48-2 in his career with three state titles. He was two-time All-Nebraska, uh, captain as a senior. He went on to play at Nebraska where he was all Big 12 and third-team All-American, drafted in the second round of the NFL draft, and turned that into a nine-year NFL career. In 2001, uh, the Knights uh, also had somebody you've probably heard of, Alex Gordon, a four-year baseball starter, three-time first-team All-Nebraska in baseball, named one of the nation's top 100 seniors by Baseball America. He was the Gatorade Nebraska Player of the Year. Uh, He uh, had uh, first-team honors in football as a senior, played on the Class A State football champs as a junior, and was drafted second overall in the Major League Draft by the Royals, where he's currently in his 10th Major League season. In 2003, the Southeast Riches continue with Andy Burkle. He played on a Class A state football champion. Of course, it was tough to go to Southeast and and not do that. Uh, He was the first team All-Nebraska in football, uh, three gold medals in state track in the 100, 200, and 400. He ran the second fastest 400 time in state history, uh, had a starting role as a guard on a state runner-up basketball team. He actually had begun his high school career at Lincoln East. Uh, Might have been a pretty good candidate for their best athlete ever. Uh, Whereas a sophomore, he was honorable mention All-State in football and finished fourth in the 100 and third in the 200 at state track. And he earned two basketball letters for the Spartans before transferring. Another female athlete for the Knights in 2009, K.K. Hauser. She was All-State basketball for three years, sophomore, junior, and senior. She played on a state championship basketball team. She set state softball records for steals in a game, season, and career. Was first-team Super State for softball as a senior. Uh, set the all-class state record with a first-place record with first-place finish in the 4x4 relay at the state uh, championships in 2008, and finished in first place in the Class A. 100 hurdles and the 4x400 relay at the state championships as a sophomore. And then in 2014, Luke Gifford was a knight. He was a two-time All-Nebraska football player, uh, played on a state title team. He was second team All-Nebraska in basketball, a starter on the night baseball team, and ran track as a junior. He's a Nebraska football recruit, and he's still competing for the Cornhuskers. Wow. Uh, I got to tell you, that's tough. Uh, K.K. Hauser, uh, I couldn't argue if you, if you picked her. Uh, I couldn't argue if you picked Alex, Alex Gordon. Uh, it would be tough to argue with somebody who wanted to choose Jody Steinman uh, or with, to stick with Carol Stith or Bill Weber. Uh, but I'm going to go with Andy Burkle uh, as the greatest Lincoln Southeast Knight of all time. 
I'm going to leave a couple Lincoln schools that are closed for later just because I don't have a lot of candidates right now. Uh, the predecessor to Lincoln Southeast was a public school called Lincoln College View. And then there was a private school actually run by the university's education department called Lincoln University High. If you've got any great candidates for those, let us know on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, the last Lincoln High School is another one of the new ones, the newest, I believe, uh, the Lincoln Southwest Silverhawks. And they have a couple great candidates. Ian Dyke, class of 2006, two-time All-State football, two-time All-Conference basketball, two-time All-State baseball player, player of the year in baseball as a senior and a Creighton uh, scholarship recruit. And then two years later, Baker Steincooler, 2008, a four-year starter in football. He was three times All-Nebraska. He was the football player of the year as a senior. He qualified for state track as a junior in the shot put, uh, went on to play football at Nebraska where he was second-team All-Big Ten and a captain. Uh, that's tough. I, I think I'm going to lean towards Ian Dyke uh, to be the greatest Lincoln Southwest Silverhawk of all time. Well, that wraps up Lincoln, and we've got a little geographical distance still to go. Uh, we'll start with uh, next with McCook. Uh, Mather split the award with McCook uh, between Leo McKillop, class of 47, and Jeff Kinney, class of 1968. Uh, McKillop, uh, we talked a lot about in our uh, last episode where we looked at his junior year uh, when he was already dominant. He was a two-time All-Nebraska football player. He led a state championship team as a senior. He was All-Nebraska in basketball, including making three state tournament appearances with, as, with the Bison. Uh, he won gold medals in the 220, the long jump, the high hurdles, and the relay, the 880 relay, twice. Uh, he led McCook to two state track titles, uh, lettered at Notre Dame in their golden era of the late 1940s, and went on to coach in both college and pro football. Jeff Kinney, class of 68, uh, All-State football, uh, All-State honorable mention basketball, a state high jump runner-up. He played on the great NU championship football teams of 70 and 71. Of course, he carried uh, the ball on all but one play of Nebraska's game-winning drive in the game of the century against Oklahoma, eventually taking the ball across for the winning touchdown. And he played in the NFL for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I know Mather shared the award, and, and Kenny is definitely a, a favorite son and, and, and a hero <laughs> of the Huskers in my youth, but, but I think I have to go with Leo McKillop's resume there as the greatest McCook Bison of all time. Back to the Omaha area, we'll look at the uh, Millard North Mustangs, a school that was to open the year after Mather published his book, so we don't have a Mather pick there. Um, some great candidates, though. Uh, the first uh, female athlete, Diane Bidick. She was All-Nebraska in basketball in 86 and 87, averaged over 17 points a game as a senior. She was All-Nebraska volleyball in 1986 uh, when the Mustangs were Class A runner-up. Uh, she set two school volleyball records and the basketball record for points in a season and led basketball teams to state four times. She went on to play Division I basketball at Creighton from 1988 to 1990. Uh, then another female athlete for the Mustangs, Kelly Lindsay, class of 1996. She was a soccer parade All-American, led the Mustangs to the state soccer championship during her freshman and senior seasons. Uh, she also uh, won Class A cross-country uh, gold medal. Uh, 
She uh, three times. She lettered in basketball all four years, was a member of the under-20 national soccer team, uh, was a four-year starter at Notre Dame, and went on to play professional soccer for three years, and now coaches, has coached both professional and college soccer teams. The next candidate uh, I got to meet at the Nebraska Hall of Fame uh, about uh, a couple weeks ago, Eric Crouch, class of 1997. He was a two-time All-Nebraska football player as a quarterback for the Mustangs, was prep All-American as a senior, a three-time Metro track champion in the 100 and the 200, set the school record in the 100 meters, was a four-year starter at Nebraska, and won the 2001 Heisman Trophy. Next, uh, Keith Lloyd. Uh, class of 2004, he was a two-time All-Nebraska football player and added to that sweeping the shot put, put and gold, uh, shot put and discus gold medals as a senior. It's tough to pass on a Heisman Trophy winner, but I think looking at the resumes, I've got to go with Kelly Lindsey, class of 1996, as the greatest Miller North Mustang of all time. Okay, now that I'm sure I violated some type of rule by uh, passing a Heisman Trophy winner over, uh, we'll move on to the oldest of the Millard schools, Millard South. Uh, They were the Millard Indians and then the Millard South Indians, and now they're the Millard South Patriots. Um, Mathers had a 1954 graduate, uh, Gary Reimers. Uh, Now remember, Mathers is writing in 1980, so Millard is just splitting then. Uh, he, he doesn't write about Millard North at all. So we're talking about the pre-Millard South era. Gary Reimers, uh, class of 54, was all class D basketball in the World Herald on a state runner-up team. The Lincoln Journal had him as all Nebraska, had him on their top team. They picked six guys that year. And uh, yeah, I don't know much about him in any other sports, but, but just the fact that he was an all-class basketball selection in the Lincoln paper, you know, the list of Class D guys who made that all-state first team all-class is, is pretty short. Uh, that, in fact, would be an interesting episode someday. So Gary Reimers is where we start with. Uh, then once we get the split Millard history, uh, the first candidate I have is from 1983, Joel Seeler. He was all Nebraska two years on state championship basketball teams. Uh, he was a standout pitcher in baseball who was a late-round draft pick uh, by the New York Yankees out of high school. Instead, he went to Nebraska where he was a three-year basketball letterman. In 1989, Scott Bream was an all-Metro quarterback, all-state shortstop, and started at point guard on Millard South's undefeated state championship basketball team. That undefeated team uh, was the first undefeated state champion since, oh boy, uh, I want to say I want to say it had been almost 20 years. Uh, I wish I had that fact right at hand. Um, Hit the Facebook page and, and remind me of that. Uh, he was the captain of the All-State baseball team. He was drafted in the third round by the Pirates and had an eight-year professional baseball career in the minors. Uh, in 1997, we have our first female athlete from Millard South, uh, Kelly Sizik. Uh, she was ranked number four in the high jump nationally by Track and Field News when she was in high school. Uh, All-State volleyball player who made Volleyball Magazine's Fab 50 national team. She was twice All-Nebraska in basketball. Uh, She set school records in all three sports she played. Uh, Won a state basketball championship her junior year and was in the semis the other two years. Was a three-time Class A high jump champion. Was also a gold medalist in the 100-meter high hurdles. She went to Iowa State on a volleyball and track scholarship but switched to basketball and ended up playing basketball for the Cyclones. In 2004, uh, I have my last nominee, Jared uh, Airspammer. 
Uh, he was All-Nebraska in football, All-Nebraska in baseball, and a two-time Class A wrestling champion. So, boy, it's close. Um, you know, I think I want to go with one of these modern picks, uh, Bream, Sizzik, and Air Spammer, all really close, and Sealer not far behind. But I think I'm going to take uh, Scott Bream, class of 1989, as the greatest Millard South Patriot of all time. The final Millard school is, of course, the newest, the Millard West Wildcats. Um, Mather, <laughs> no opinion on Millard West, like he had no opinion on Millard North. Um, I think the obvious uh, place to start is from the class of 2014, uh, Harrison Phillips. Um, he was two-time All-Nebraska in football, a captain as a senior. He was a three-time state wrestling champion, undefeated his last two years, was discus runner-up at state and fifth as a junior, Stanford football recruit entering his junior year. In fact, I just saw him the other night make some great plays as a defensive tackle for the Cardinal. I'm going to uh, name Harrison Phillips, class of 2014, as the greatest athlete in the short history of the Millard West Wildcats. For our next school, we move to another traditional Class A school, uh, a school that spent most of its history in Class A but now has moved down to Class B, the Nebraska City Pioneers. Mathers uh, had a 1947 pioneer, Marvin Zimmerman. Uh, Zimmerman, a famous miler. Um, he won the mile gold medal as a sophomore and a senior, but it's his junior year he's remembered for. In 1946, he ran the magic mile against Bill Montford of Red Cloud, uh, Montford and his Red Cloud teammates moved up, um, I believe from Class C at the time, to run in, in B against Zimmerman. So the two gold medalists, the two great milers who had been kind of dueling for best time and, and the state record um, could run against each other. Uh, Mountford of Red Cloud won the Magic Mile. Uh, it was such a great race. Both of them broke the state record, and Mountford's winning time stood for 17 years until 1964 as the mile record. So Marvin Zimmerman, uh, you can see why Mathers uh, would lean towards him. I think the best candidate in the post-Mathers era is actually someone who was competing when Mathers published the book, and that's Brett Clark, class of 1980. Brett Clark was All-Nebraska football, honorable mention All-State basketball, a long jump gold medalist, and a state hurdle champion. He was a football All-American at Nebraska, drafted by the Oakland Raiders, and spent a four-year pro career in the NFL. Um, I think I'm going to go with Clark over Zimmerman and name Brett Clark the greatest Nebraska City pioneer of all time. Next, we head up north to Norfolk. Uh... Mathers has Mac Robinson, class of 1945, uh, an All-State football player and an honorable mention All-State basketball player. Um, I think candidates to look at uh, against Robinson would be Jeremy Scott, class of 1999, a gold medal pole vaulter who uh, went down to Arkansas and vaulted for that great track program, and he qualified for the 2012 London Olympics in the vault. Uh, and then Ben Reese, a three-time All-State basketball player, uh, probably the greatest basketball player in Norfolk history, played basketball at South Dakota, returned to Norfolk for a great career as their basketball coach, and now this year has moved up to the athletic director's chair. All good candidates, but I think I'm going to stick uh, with Mac Robinson, uh, class of 1945, as the greatest Norfolk Panther of all time. And finally, we get out west to North Platte. Um, North Platte, Mathers uh, named a tie. He had Gipper Lock, uh, 1923, he said. Uh, 
and Larry Wachholz, uh, 1963. And uh, let's run through their biographies first. Uh, Locke is an interesting guy. First of all, Roland Gipp Locke uh, was really class of 1922 out at North Platte. He was a, uh, a great speedster. He won the 220 gold medal in 1922. He set a state record. Uh, he had also led North Platte to an undefeated football uh, mythical state title the fall before in 1921. He scored 12 TDs and a famous win over Kozad. Why is it famous? Well, you've probably seen it in the record books. North Platte won that day 176 to 0. He played Nebraska football and baseball and track, lettering in all three. He was an NCAA champion for Nebraska in the 100 and the 220. And here's where it gets big time. He set a world record in the 220 at a duel with Missouri. Uh, so at, while at the University of Nebraska, he set the 220 world record. He ran it in 20.5 seconds. That record lasted a decade until it was broken by Jesse Owens. We've heard of him. Uh, he may have actually set the 100 record when he ran a 9.5 at the Drake Relays. Uh with a slight favoring wind that disqualified it. But many people argued that not only was there a slight favoring wind, there was a drizzle coming down, and that probably the two canceled each other out, and the record uh, was probably legit, but it never made it to the books. He ran with the New York Athletic Club, was sponsored by them. He just missed the 1928 Olympics, didn't run his best in qualifying, and the New York uh, Athletic uh, Club coach, uh, just disagreed, thought that the United States should get more than three spots in each event as the top track and field power of the world. He tried to take um, Locke and several others to Amsterdam. He called them the rebel team, uh, but it didn't work. They didn't get into the 1928 Olympics. Um, Locke's story kind of ends uh, sadly. For a while, he was a very successful lawyer in Lincoln, and then some things went wrong. Um, the papers aren't quite clear what those were, but it seems that alcohol was involved. He ended up back in North Platte where the stories of him uh, kind of wandering North Platte in, in an alcoholic haze are, are sad, uh, and he dies pretty young in North Platte. Uh, Larry Wachholz. Uh, 1963 was the star quarterback, all-state quarterback on North Platte State Championship team that year. Um, he was the state pole vault champion and set a school record. He was all-conference in basketball, honorable mention all-state, led the platters in scoring. Uh, all-state tournament at the basketball tournament when he led North Platte there. He went to Nebraska where he was all-big eight and all-America in football, and he's a member of the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame. Uh, a candidate that Mathers passed on uh, is really our first uh, golfer, uh, Val Skinner, uh, class of 1978 at North Platte High. She won two state high school golf championships uh, along with junior championships, state championships in the summer. She won the state adult match play championship in 1980. Uh, she won 20 different high school titles, played college golf at that power Oklahoma State. Uh, qualified for the LPGA Tour, and she won six times on the LPGA Tour, was top 15 in the world for five, seven years. So Val Skinner, though Mathers didn't pick her, uh, quite a candidate. 
The candidate uh, since 1980 uh, is Danny Woodhead, class of 2004, three-time All-American in football, excuse me, three-time All-Nebraska in football. He was only the third athlete ever to do that. He led North Platte to a state final and two semifinals uh, and their first unbeaten football regular season in 40 years. He set numerous state football records. He qualified for state track in the 100 and relays as a junior. Um, he holds school records in football, basketball, track, and soccer. He actually played soccer more years at uh, at North Platte. I believe that junior year he was trying to run track, trying to attract some Division I uh, football uh, interest. Uh, he was second and third team all Nebraska in basketball his junior and senior years. He was second team all state in soccer. Uh, he rushed. Uh, for the second most yards in college football history at Shadron State. He won two Harlan Hill trophies. That's the Division II Heisman. He won back-to-back. And he's had a great NFL career with the Patriots and Chargers. And despite his injury, that still continues today. Some amazing candidates. Ad North Platte, uh, you've got a world record holder. Uh, you know, you've got a football All-American at Nebraska. You've got probably the, the most decorated pro golfer in the history of Nebraska. And then you've got Danny Woodhead, just, just an amazing story, uh, holding school records in, in four different sports. To me, tips it just a little bit. And I'm going to name Danny Woodhead, class of 2004, as the greatest North Platte Bulldog of all time. Well, that'll wrap it up for this time. Next time we'll get started with the Omaha Public Schools, who are most of who we have left uh, in those Class A and traditional Class A schools. A lot of great athletes there. Until that time, this has been Suiting Up Varsity. Follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at SuitUpVarsity. See us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SuitingUpVarsity. We'd love to hear you out there uh, in social media. Give us some ideas about what other topics you'd like to hear on the show. Um, ask us questions about Nebraska high school sports history. Enlighten us about mistakes we've made on the podcast or how stupid I was to overlook a certain athlete at a certain school. I'm just certain I've made just a crazy mistake in forgetting somewhere somewhere. I'd love to hear from you. Hope that I hear from you soon. Also, if you like this podcast, please take time to rate us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. Ratings and reviews really help other people uh, to find the show. Uh, even or even any kind of rating moves up our, uh, our standing when people do searches and help us find the show. Uh, this has been Suiting Up Varsity, episode three, number two. Written and produced by me, Greg Mays. Technical and research assistance by Tate Mays. Helpful audio advice and encouragement from my friend Chris Shukai. And as always, dedicated to Jerry Mathers, the godfather of Nebraska high school sports history and the inspiration for this podcast. Suiting Up Varsity is the anchor show of the Nebraska Varsity Network. Copyright 2016.